All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of the Senpai Kohai Podcast. It's your boy Trey, and with me is the Hokage of the Hentai Village, Steven. Steven, what are you doing over there? Uh, I'm just hanging out, being the Hokage of the Hentai Village. I mean, I wanted to kind of like, you know, talk back and be like, no, that's not me, but it is. Absolutely. You can keep making I, uh, comments. And I... <laughs> can, can I be a Joan in there? Can I, uh, what, what does it take to get in the village? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it doesn't take much. It's just an interest in hentai. And uh, I believe there's been plenty of times where you make a comment and I'm like, there's a dojin for that. I'll show it to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And it, it catches me off guard because I think I'm making a pretty obscure joke or something. And you're like, no, no, there's a dojin for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a good old fashioned uh, rule 34. Yeah, it exists. There's, a, there's, there's a something <laughs> for everything. Oh, wow, there's a caterpillar uh, on the sidewalk. Rule 34. <laughs> Bro, there's some weird stuff out there. So you got to be careful when you're browsing. Like, it, I usually go more off of recommendations these days than uh, just random browsing because you'll come across some weird stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I will give you recommendations, Jonin Trey. Um, oh, cool. But enough about hentai, <laughs> the hentai ninja village or whatever it is we're doing right now. Um, good to see you. Enough uh, we made it play. through. Good to see you too. <laughs> yeah, that role play is done. Uh, we made it through New Year's, uh, mostly sober, so that's fantastic. And uh, you know, lots been going on as hijinks have ensued. Uh, and I watched a little bit of anime. I know it's weird. Yeah, what about you? What, you, what kind of what it, you get up to? What did you get up to? I didn't. I didn't get up to too much myself. Uh, went to a little shindig, but other than that, I I haven't really done much. I've played. I played a little bit more games than I have watched anime. I'm just. I'm not in anime mood overall. It's just mm-hmm. not. It's not the anime time. I don't know. It's a. <laughs> uh, it's not the season. We're in between seasons right now. Still, so uh, I need to kind of give it maybe another week or so. Let let some seasons flourish or let some shows flourish and maybe i'll be able to get into something in the swing i kind of pitched some shows to my wife and said hey i think you'll like these let's watch these and she was into into that lover kill one that we talked about last week i I had to i had to give it the good old steven spielberg movie pitch but she liked it i I like to imagine what that's like i like to imagine what it's like trey like you have you you have like a like a powerpoint presentation like uh, you projected it on the wall. You're like, this is the reason why we need to watch Love and Kill. Look at the uh, the anime quality. Next slide. Okay. And this is the animation studio making it. It's like, it's just such a funny concept to me. Like, I just imagine her sitting at the end of a, a long table with like that Gendo Ikari look. Well, I normally just have to. A thumbs up or a thumbs down. That's nor- I normally have to judge a base off her look, but I do have to prepare how I'm going to say it. Because you do have, you only have two sentences really to sell something. You know, you, you have to either make it funny or you have to make it interesting. Because that, that's normally what, what gets people, I, I feel like, for the most part. So you have to make it just so ridiculous that it's like, oh, I'm going to try that. Or it's just so, whoa, I do want to try that. You mean Dio is a vampire and they don't stop flexing and they fight these pillar men that they're all, <laughs> all parodies of rock bands? That, there's no way I can't not try that. Like you, you have you only get two sentences to really sell someone on something. So I, I have to pick my words carefully. And I was like, so let me. I have a show for us, and it's about these two assassins, 
and they have to hunt each other. But in the midst of their game, they fall in love. <laughs> and she, she gave me this corny <laughs> smile. And I was like, would you watch that with me? It's an anime. And she's like, fine, fine. I guess we go watch that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. We'll do that. It sounds good. It yeah, looks good. I, I'm still working my way through like, I think we're I think we're on season four of Rama one half out of seven. Uh, been doing that for a long time. That's a lot. That's a lot of seasons. That's I... not even the longest Rumiko Takahashi show. I have all of Inuyasha now. I got the uh, the last sets for Christmas. There's 167 episodes just on the base series. There's still a final act. It's 26 more episodes, and there's multiple movies. Uh, and live action ones. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, there probably is. I, I think I lost live track. action uh, movies, right? Inuyasha mm-hmm. movies. I think they're big mo- hits over there. Yeah, they did. A, they sure. did a bunch of different anime, an, live action anime. I, I think the only live action anime movie that was actually pretty dang good was uh, that I've seen is uh, Rurouni Kenshin. They did a really good job with that one. That's what it. I'm thinking of, Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, and it's not Inuyasha. Mm-hmm. It's it's that one. I mix those two up all the time. Well, apparently they made like a live action Gintama movie at some point. There, I think there was also like a a Phoenix Wright movie. There's there's a bunch of wild stuff over in Japan. Those people I watched, are, are devoted. Uh, I watched the Bleach one, and it wasn't awful, but I'm not gonna watch it again. And <laughs> I watched uh, the Full Metal Alchemist one, and that one was pretty egregious. I didn't uh, I didn't need to do that one. I mean, I guess it's there for somebody if, if they're just hard, uh, hard, hard metal, hardcore fans. But uh, nah, I, I didn't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> what happened to you there? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking hardcore, hard metal, full metal alchemist. I, I almost needed to be alchemized back. And, and Edward almost had to bring me back from the shadow realm and dual Kaiba. I don't <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Are you okay? Are you having a stroke right now? What is be. happening? I'm tired. Uh, so, I understand completely. But what? Just a, a like we're gamer mode lately. So we are. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. We are. You are com- completely correct. Before we leave off the yeah. the anime topic, I am. Or well, I guess I'll go ahead and cover it. So I did try a movie today that didn't go too well we we were talking about it a little bit in the discord while i uh while i was giving it a shot it's called island of the giant insects and i uh i just put it on and it was me and my son my my 18 month old son and i was like you know what maybe this won't be too bad and so i just put it on and it uh it started off okay these people are in an airport and this bug comes in and they kill it and then it does the title sequence and then all of a sudden there's a plane crash and now they're all stuck on this island these these students i think they were i think they were all students some of them looked like thugs i don't know they they were all well, a couple were scantily clad a couple were yakuza ish i really was confused on on what was going on there but eventually they they figure out hey we're on an island there's a lot of bugs here and they are huge. They were awful CGI'd bugs. And so they start trying to figure out what they have to do. They go to this local temple 
And they're like, oh, hey, maybe a cell phone with a GPS is here of our friend we're looking for. And so they go in and they realize that the the bugs are keeping the bodies of the other students alive with these larvae. And, and they're keeping them alive through these parasites that use these pleasure endorphins. And so these bodies are writhing naked. And I was like, oh, oh, kid. Oh, we're not watching this. This is morally <laughs> wrong. This is This will corrupt you on a bad path. I, I don't know what's going to happen to me now. I'm going to have to answer for this at Heaven's Gate. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I think I remember because you said, you said, oh, I'm just watching this little show. And you you said it. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> is it okay to is it okay to watch gore? Like with, with your son? And you're, what did you say? Yeah, gore is not. We're a, not little bitches. Yeah, we're not bitches. So. He, when uh, The Conjuring 3 came out, he was maybe eight, nine months old. He was crawling around and he was fine with it. Like, he doesn't get scared too easily. Like, sudden things happening don't scare him. And Im certain imagery doesn't seem to phase him. And so we we watched The Conjuring because he just woke up when I was watching the trilogy because I, I wake up at like three, four o'clock sometimes. And the third one came out, so I was like, well, I guess I'll just go through all three. And he woke up and came in there with me. So we watched him. He's been fine since. We watched a couple scary movies, and I don't know. He's good. He's tough mentally. We'll see if it scars him oh, later on down the road. And I'll, I'll have something. I guess you'll for. find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. And I think I started a little bit later than him. So we'll see. Uh, okay is definitely how I would describe you. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> It's subjective. It's subjective. I, right. <laughs> it's not like you're a tyrant at all. Um, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but but Island of the Giant Insects is also just a series I'd heard about through the grapevine. And I remember looking up uh, the manga. And I started reading it. And I realized this is some B-movie grade uh, kind of stuff. And big on gore. People lose clothes a lot. There's like a malicious lesbian in it um like it's it's just really like all of the characters are freaking terrible except for like the main girl and i think her friend um i think i think a couple characters get kind of rapey at a couple occasions uh towards ah. the main character yeah like they i think they try to assault her and her friend saves her like both times but it's like the whole thing all of them are terrible there's these giant insects that nobody wants to work together it's Everyone loses clothes constantly and in, well, it's got a whole lot of gore. Like it just really felt like B movie, like slasher flick in, but the, the shtick is giant insects. And even in manga form, it really wasn't done well. I mean, it clearly is better than the movie. Cause if, I, I think you sent us a picture of what the CGI looked like and uh, I was blown away. I was like, what is happening? Oh, and like, I I've just become more aware of CGI as I've grown up and watched a lot more anime and like, I, I'm okay with it to a degree. Now I'm not as, I guess, picky, like, Oh, I don't like CGI in my anime. It's like how I used to be, but now I'm like, okay, but like, this was awful. This was, it was like, there was the anime itself, but like they had put this CGI image on top of the anime. Like it, it almost looked 
I don't want to say 3D and sound stupid, but like it looked like it was actually on top of the picture. And like it it looks so wrong. Like I, I don't I'm I'm not savvy enough in the animation industry mm-hmm. to really elaborate this, but just looking at it, it looked fucked up. Like yeah. this should have stayed in the workshop for a while. I don't know. Like Gumby was a better 3D animated film. Oh wow! Than, <laughs> than Giant of, of the Island of the Giant Insects. But look, I, I I understand it has like a cult following now. I definitely see the audience it's appealing to. I'm just oh, not no. in, and, and I like I, I like bad to. movies that end up good. Like I I like I like so bad it's good kind of stuff, and this really doesn't hit that point for me. It's just bad all the way through. It's not mm-hmm. sexy. It's not even like like kind of like the gore is well done or anything. It's just, it's mid it's mid on everything it does. And I just, I remember even with the manga, I stopped reading it because I just, I was just like, okay, so we're doing more of this. I don't care anymore. I don't even like any of these people. Like the main girl's the only one I like. And you know, she's just doing her thing. She's an insect girl, whatever. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't fun. So yeah, I think I tried to subtly do it, but I was like, I want to see how Trey reacts to this (laughs) this series. So it's his turn. uh, now he gets yeah. to be exposed. <laughs> so, well, is that the only thing you got to watch? Yeah, I think I'm giving up on scorching ping pong girls. I can't oh, wow. go back to it. Like I've, I've tried. Like I like it. It's a nice show. It's wholesome. It's, it's a. Uh, I don't know, but I just can't find myself intrigued enough to go back. Like. I've I've clicked on it and the theme starts and it's real poppy, it's real colorful, it's real fun. But I don't think that's just what, what I'm in the mood for now. So I may have to just yeah. hold on to it and come back to it another time. But I need to find what I need to watch right now. I am in a limbo and I uh, I don't know what I need, Doc. I need something prescribed. And it's probably I, you know what? I, 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 to be Cowbell. I'm jeez, what a reference. I, th- I thought I was the old one. Um I have to say that's a, that is an old ass reference. Did did you go back in time? What, I did. Oh man. Like this is Trey future. Good. Oh Jesus. It's it's uh it, it, yeah, it's good Christopher Walken's get. Um Was that Christopher Walken? Yeah. I don't remember it was. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to make Gotta, oh, that's right. You gotta make sure you put more cowbell on that. <laughs> I don't even know if I do so, a good Christopher Walken. I don't. I don't practice him. It doesn't matter. You can just give it a go, and it, it's good enough. You get the idea. It's a. It's a joke on Blue Oyster Cult, and I. I appreciate that band a lot. So it doesn't matter. Uh, the cowbell. The cowbell thing still stands to this day. Anyways, I. I watched. Uh, I tried to rewatch a show. I did the same thing you're talking about with ping pong, scorching ping pong girls. Um, it's a, it's a little like show called a channel or a channel, you know, they pronounce it differently. Uh, but it's a, it's another show of like high school girls doing goofy hijinks. And I remember I started it and I just couldn't get into it. I actually forgot everything about it. Like I didn't know the characters names. I didn't really get in depth into it. I only watched a few episodes, but I, you know, I was like, I, you know what? I bought this. It's out of print. You know, it's kind of something that you can't really get or find anywhere. So I'm going to give it another watch. This is a unique thing to have. And I sat down and watched the whole thing. And I just, I walked away from it feeling like I wasted my time. 
because it's, I'm not saying like anime girls Whoa. doing cute, cute or like goofy things is bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there are way better series that do it. Like, I mean, even like, like Azumanga Dayo is one. Yeah, like even Kion is it. better than that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I could, I didn't find a lot of the humor funny because most of the jokes were stuff I had seen before in shows that were better and came out earlier. And and you know, nothing against the creators or anything like that. It just didn't grab me. I, I watched the whole thing. At least they got that out of me. But I did feel like I wasted a lot of time. Uh, a lot of time I could have been playing Persona Five. <laughs> For those that can't, can't see, Trey is about disgust. to cry. <laughs> Actually, now that we bring up K on, and I, I reflect on this, the ping pong show again, just a, mm-hmm. a final tapping point. I, uh, I guess that is kind of a big thing. Those the K on girls do have a sort of chemistry that kind of make you want to come back. I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of it. I mean, because there's nothing going on at K on, like not a oh, damn yeah. thing, but. Yeah, like it's the, it's supposed to be cute girls doing. It. Yeah, absolutely. They they good they have good chemistry and the the jokes that go on between them and just kind of like the cuteness of it all is, is really engaging. See, for me, Kon, I understand the appeal of the stretch Pansu and Mio and her sister and Mugi and and even um, main girl who I can't I can't ever remember. Um, but the oh. main reason I watched that show was uh, freaking the teacher. The teacher, their advisor, is my favorite character in that. Because oh, yeah. she it reveals she used to be part of a heavy metal band and then she gets like really into it. Like had the makeup and everything. I, I love it. Every time she she is involved, that, that show goes up at least twenty percent in my eyes. And didn't she treat I it like her. a dark past or something because of a boyfriend? Yeah. And she had like an insane history whenever she would start yeah. talking about her, her heavy metal. Yeah, it's absolutely got it's absolutely got it reeks of uh, Chunibyo, uh, the, the, uh-huh, the middle yeah. schooler syndrome. Yeah, it was like it was very she was very into it, and I, I love that part of it. I thought it was cool to have like an adult that would have a connection to the music, and I thought that was fun. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I watched in anime. Like I don't, I have a list. Um, it's just been a very hectic bit of time uh, with Christmas and New Year's and a lot of like just you know, family and work, all that piles on. But also, like I said, gamer mode. I have been wanting to play games. I have been trying to play games pretty much at every step of my free time. Have I tried, have I been trying to play Persona 5 Royal? No, but every other game, absolutely on board for. (laughs) But you've got that going on too. (laughs) This motherfucker right here. You know, I, I, I'm just doing it on purpose at this point. I know, I know. You you have to be doing it to be spiteful. So, I uh, so what what all have you been playing to fill this this void that is Persona? Okay, so I, Christmas was great. Got uh, got a lot of games on the the eShop. Um, I started Dragon Quest One because I really wanted to kind of see where it all began and got that that classic dq experience I, i've only played like an hour worth of it but uh, i'm enjoying what i've got it's so a far it's a game. Classic. i know it's it's not it, it seems like i've done a lot already 
Um, but I, I've, I've been enjoying it. I definitely kind of get this like it's definitely like a hardcore RPG. Like I feel like the oh, challenge yeah. of it is a little bit higher than say like a Final Fantasy or even like a, anything modern for sure. Anything modern these days is pretty like honestly you don't really have to fear dying so much because it just takes you back a short period. But these yeah. are those old games. You got to be saving at the church and and all that stuff. So I uh, I messed around with that a little bit and I enjoyed that. Uh, then I moved on to oh the the was it the the car valley. What the, I always forget the name of this damn thing. What did you just uh, say? The I, it's the dragon one with the cards. Oh uh oh the Isle Dragon roars voice of cards voice of cards yeah. So I started that and it played exactly like the demo um, for like the first part. Like you get introduced to these three characters. They show you how to do the fights and everything. And I love the aesthetic of like all of it being like, like there's a game master literally narrating the story to you kind of like a D and D campaign. And that's really cool. It's really well done. It's the voice, the voice is very soothing and, and kind of like irreverent to a degree. And you get to do this stuff where you learn the game and it flips over as you travel around and explore. So it opens up the map by flipping cards. And it's really, really cool. Um, The card-based battle system is still RPG, uh, like turn-based RPG kind of style, but there is elements and like you build up points each turn by doing a move that doesn't take this crystal. So you build up those crystals over the turn so you can do bigger, badder spells or attacks and stuff. So there's a big strategy to it. But in the demo, you took those three characters, you did this little intro part and learned how to play the game. And then you went off on some journey and walked across part of the continent and, uh, you know, got to explore a little bit. But in the main game, once you get done with the little tutorial thing, you go back and then you get introduced to your character, which is like because all the three that you had, like, were all in this order and they're like all wearing white. They're all prim and proper big warriors. And then you get to the, the main character of this game and it's spunky, messed up hair looking smart ass protagonist who loves money and his his uh, his sort of adorable looking monster buddy. And they're all there to take on this bounty to go kill the dragon or whatever. And that's about I, I went I went a little bit further, but it, it's not too much further because I literally was like tasting every game. This was this was hors d'oeuvres. This was this was a, you know, a tasting experience. So How I'm looking forward to more that? of that. That's so, <laughs> yeah, so disgusting. This is, I know it bothers you. It's, it's viscerally making you upset. Um, it is. I- I can't just do like an hour of each game. I ha- if, if I start something, I'm finishing it. I unless I no. deem it bad, and I can't do it. Golly, I'm sorry. Go on to the next one. What what the <laughs> hell else did you taste at this buffet of half eaten ass? Go ahead. What what else did you do? Here? You're so upset. <laughs> um, I think uh, I also and then I also played. Uh, some more Sparklight. I got a little further in Sparklight, which I'm still enjoying. It has enough challenge and and uh, to kind of keep me going, but I did kind of hit a hurdle on a boss, and I was like, all right, I'm going to put it down. I'll come back to it. This is some Dark Soul mentality here. I've thrown myself okay. against it 17 times, so I'm going to take a break. So Sparklight. I did a little more Sparklight. Another hour of Sparklight. Um, highly recommend, by the way. And then I moved on to Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, our book club game uh, for this part of the year. And somebody had told me it was short, 
I didn't realize it was two hours short. And yeah, I it is say, a breeze. I I sat there and did it after like basically in two hours after dinner. Um, it's actually it's really simple. It's really fun. It's definitely leans heavily on its its humor and it leans heavily on internet humor at that uh, and kind of like tongue in cheek moments. And it's really more about going around and talking to all the characters to kind of get your way through. And there's some basic like sword slashy kind of like Legend of Zelda stuff, but it's more about the humor. Like I think there's a freaking JoJo reference in there. Like that blew me yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, pretty they, good. They even give they give it a JoJo face, and it literally is the sound effect of when when he's got the cherry in his tongue. And of course, it's a chair a talking cherry that does it. Um. But yeah, they have they have like a, a lot of was a live streamer, uh, like, I guess, vegetable. Yeah, but it's really Slayer cool Queen. Because, yeah, yeah. And you get the crown because you help her out. And so <laughs> I think you get her a sandwich or something like that. It's pretty fantastic to help her it's continue so streaming so she could keep going. It's it was <laughs> yeah. so good. I just beat it as well. Uh, the weekend before last, I think it was pretty good. I think I got yeah everything except the hats, like all the DLC hats that came with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I hundred percented it as well. Yeah, I uh, it's it's really the one thing I was impressed with it is there is an overall story to it that is like okay, so these are all you know sentient vegetables and fruits, and it actually brings in stuff like what happened to people and how did we end up like this and it's played like really goofily so but it is kind of a little bit of a dark story technically yeah and you pick up through these little diary entries yeah i was i was blown away i was like that's cool that they kind of like blended it in with all the goofy humor and stuff like that i mean honestly i think i paid like five bucks for it maybe six bucks for it and it was it was about two and a half hours to 100 percent it the bosses weren't exactly challenging the enemies were pretty minor it's more of an experience i'd say like into yeah. the humor and just a decent story writing um and i like the music the music was pretty solid so i hi, highly recommend um but yeah no I, I went through a buffet of games and uh that's kind of where i stand i'm looking forward to putting some like actual like ketchup and mustard on my game playing time i have a vacation coming up i'm very excited about it what about you I I did see that you posted something about Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> I did. I've uh, I'll save that for last. So I uh I did beat Turnip Boy commits tax evasion as well. That was our book club game. I went ahead and knocked that one out. Super easy. I don't really have much to add on except for what you've said. Um I except I didn't really listen to the music. I uh I think I pretty much played with my Switch silent. I was listening to some podcast instead um i think so i missed out i may have to listen to that soundtrack um what else i after that i did finish steamroll dig 2 and that was great really enjoyed wrapping that one up and i want to say it didn't take me long overall um the final boss was incredible really loved wrapping that up oh yeah so I, yeah, I don't really have much else to add on to it that I hadn't said before. Just high praises. Really recommend it. Um, I'm excited to start the other ones once I'm ready for them. I feel like I've spent enough time in that world. I, I, I kind of want to use it as a break from my JRPGs. Um, and I feel like SteamWorld is a perfect escape. So I think I'll save, uh, what is it, SteamWorld Quest and or SteamWorld Heist and SteamWorld Quest, The Hand of Gilgamesh. 
I'll save those mm-hmm. for that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, the uh, the quest is actually a really cool like card based uh, RPG. I'll take You'll that. Like it. I do love cards. Um, am I playing anything else? Yes, I did start uh, Battle Chasers Night War, which, as I was describing the game to my wife, I realized uh, once I said the name that that is probably the worst video game name I've ever said out loud. It is so hard <laughs> to just say that like with a straight face and just yeah man i'm playing battle chasers night war man dude super thick gnarly and it's just it's real hard to just sell it like uh i'm it's not hard to sell it once you get to the premise and the art Mm -hmm. and everything within because it is so fun i really like it it's it's so visually stunning to watch it go like once you're i'm only three four hours and i just cleared the first dungeon and I, i've only got three characters right now but it's amazing i uh i really like it for my next switch game it is doing just fine um i'll have more to go on that later on yeah battle chasers um, uh, night war i think is actually based off of like a comic or something called battle chasers Let's see. I'm, I would I'm believe it. Surely out. it's part of a franchise because there's no way Battle Chasers is just a standalone thing. Or Battle oh, Chasers yeah. Night it, War. Battle Chasers is a American fantasy comic book series uh, launched in April 1998. No wonder it sounds like it's from the 90s, like extreme, like like uh, that area, like when all the people basically were trying to sell extreme versions of their stuff, like extreme yeah. Skittles or extreme mountain dew like you know all those things it's it's a blast uh, oh man baja blast always a good one um joe madi uh madurera i i also called joe mad he basically uh, worked on uncanny x-men he made battle chasers he worked on darksiders ah fascinating yeah makes sense actually the, the, dark the character design yeah, I yeah. could see that. Absolutely. Especially with the uh, death in Darksiders 2. Like, I could see that. Just the big, heavy gauntlet type stuff. Like, he mm-hmm. looks like it. Um, yeah. It's a it's a solid game that really a lot of people kind of slept on. I actually got a physical copy of it for $11 from a Target. It was in the clearance bin. And uh, Damn. I put it in. I put it in there with, like... With like a little bit of like hesitation, I'm like, it, it went down to eleven dollars. Nobody wanted this. It, it can't be that good. I started playing. It. I was like, this is solid. This is a solid game. It's enjoyable. The characters are cool. The graphics are like just really well done. I like the battle yeah. system. Just it's overall a, a pretty solid dang game. I recommend it to it's everybody. It's fun. Yeah, it's got real good. Just like it's super like satisfying watching everyone move. Like mm-hmm. whenever the robot uh Berlin or whatever his name is, like watching him wind up to punch the enemies is incredible. He, it's, it's it's so smooth. He's very fluid and bouncy, and it's it just doesn't look like it doesn't look like a game. I don't know. It looks like actions that he's he's doing to do his own thing. I don't know. I don't know how to elaborate. I liked that. I liked all the animations. They were they were fantastically fluid. Um, it's clear, even though it's kind of a 2D sort of thing or like two and a half D uh, kind yeah. of experience. It, there's a there's very much a comic book look to it and a comic book feel. Um, it it really gets a lot of boost from the high definition. Like if you're on an HDTV, 
it's a, it looks really good and it, it really elevates kind of the experience a little bit all the characters have unique animations that that are really beautiful to watch i, I just liked playing the game it was whether exploring fighting it just looked great i like that sort of thing you know clearly yeah. I, I love anime i love animation in general so something that's kind of based on comics and really brings it to life is is really gonna sell me with his graphics and it did so kudos to the creators of battle chasers night war um yeah what else you play in there buddy anything else it's just final fantasy 13 and i i thought i wasn't <laughs> that... going to talk about it again but you know what we're all here for my final fantasy voyage as I go through the mall. So you know what? Kiss my ass. And have a Coke with that. As we listen to me bitch about Final Fantasy 13 again. And that's what we're here for. Just in case someone wanted to bitch about it. But you know what? I am I'm 40 hours and two balls deep in this game. And I am at chapter 11 on like the very cusp of finishing this thing. And there is a difficulty curve. Like, they have just put a boss of all bosses for no reason. It is it is <laughs> thrown me off, and I cannot fight this thing. I have fought it six times, only six, because every time I fight it, it's a 30-minute fight. And I get down to the wire, like down to that oh, last no. third. And then he casts a spell called Imperil that puts a timer on me. And if I fail the timer, I die. But it doesn't matter if I hit the timer or not because I die regardless. I don't even get to hit the timer. It's just bad. Just bad. So I've had <laughs> to hit the lab, as as friend of the show Will says. And I've had to rethink my strategy. I've had to grind a bit, get get my Crystarian levels up. I've had to max out my weapons, max out the things or my uh, equipment. And now I'm doing what I vowed I wouldn't. And I'm going and doing those those damn monster hunting quests <laughs> just so I can get a little bit more and get a couple extra items that I think I'm going to need. But yeah, the part the part of you that likes to go through that. Yeah, you like the part of you that basically doesn't like to go through that must be fighting with the part of you that's like, I don't fuck with stuff that I don't want to deal with. So like there's that inherent part of you that's like, put it down. It's bullshit. I don't want to deal with it. But you're going through all the Final Fantasies and you're going to finish them. And I, and I love your dedication, but I can see parts of you dying on the inside every time. Like you you post a, a, on the, the Facebook, like little like pictures and captions to go with it. And it's I can always tell when there's a, a time that you're not okay with where you're at in the game. Old Trey. Old Trey wants new Trey to stop. Old Trey is saying, just just play Peach Beach Splash. Peach Beach Splash would Man. make you feel so much better. But I have to. Like I can't I can't play another game. I can't do another thing besides Final Fantasy. I've I have dedicated to this route. And it's it's awful. You're like eighty percent through, so it's uh, I'm right there it, of 13 chapters. Yeah. I'm about to be done with 11. I know I can feel it. Yeah, you should just but, wait till you get to the final boss and then uh, stop playing like I did with Persona. I can't. I can't do that. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you're still doing it. I need someone to check your I trophy did. list and prove to me that you did that. <laughs> no, I uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't had time to do much of anything. Like the reason why the Switch has been my my tape my buffet table is because I can take it with me. So like all the places I've been, when I do get a, a little bit of free time in between 
uh, social engagements, work. I, I mean, I've even played my Switch at lunch at work to get some gaming time in. That's how much I want to play games. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for some marathon time. I just haven't had it. So Switch has yeah. been my my saving grace, basically. And I, I, I'm i really trying to stay away from my, my mobile games at the moment because they can end up eating into my time for for console games or PC games and, and anime because you'll get used to doing that. And all of a sudden you're pulling for waifus and all of a sudden you're dropping money on, on, uh, you know, fake grand order, Genshin impact, arc Knights, like all of it at the same time. And you now have a new part of your budget that you have to work with. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to keep myself from doing that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so what, what was it? I was going to say, eh, I don't remember. Anyways, Final fantasy 13 is going great for you. Don't forget. There's two yeah. more games in the series. Yeah. No, I'm finding out good things about those and how they play and differ from this one. So I'm excited for them once I'm ready for them. Mm-hmm. It's really I, uh... just Final Fantasy X that I'm going to be worried about, I think, after this. Because that's my... uh, you... That's the one I can't Do stand. you just not like it? Yeah, that's really it. I just... Hey. I just do not enjoy it at all. That's me with Final Fantasy I... VIII. Like I can't stand any of the characters. Like I really just don't like them. Uh, I didn't like the male lead. I didn't like the antagonist. I didn't like the female lead. I basically was like, "Why am I playing this game?" Yeah. And then, and then those bitches made me have to set up my menus like at different points in the story. So like I would forget to put like my magic on my menu, and I'd go into a boss battle. And I'd have fight and an item, and I said, "Why is this a thing?" Why is it a thing? I'm, I'm still upset. Like, 15-year-old Steven was upset. 37-year-old Steven <laughs> is still upset. This is a world-ending grudge. Yes. I will make it. Like, I, I think I was joking with Daryl, you know, because all the at the wrestling events, uh, AEW, there's all those, like, nerd signs going around about, like, which Final Fantasy is overrated and all these different things. And I, I told mm-hmm. him, I will show up to that damn thing, and I'll just make a sign. Saying that Final Fantasy VIII is garbage. <laughs> That's I'm ready how to upset go I am, and see how I feel about it. But for yeah, the most no, part, I just what you've been telling me, I've I've liked. I've really liked seven. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I liked. Uh, I don't know what you told me about thirteen, but so far we've been pretty good on what we've talked about for my Final Fantasies. Yeah, I like thirteen. Thirteen has its quirks, and it's you know could be betters, but it's still a solid game. I like it. Yeah, I do take back what I said, though. It's not better than seven. It is. Uh, it has lost all those points with me. It is. Uh, <laughs> I made a mistake when I said that. Take that from the right. I never I never thought we would hit a point in my life where, you know, a lot of people criticize it for the hallway thing. And if they had done hallways all the way to the end of the game for you, it would be like S tier 10 out of 10, like best Final Fantasy ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's consistent at least you know not not hallways all the way up till like 60 percent of the game and then all of a sudden it's an optional open plane that you 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 actually do need to get through the last fucking like 80 percent like this is insane i i needed those missions i i can't <laughs> i looked up the best loadouts i looked up the best everything and i i don't have what i need because of these damn missions Yep. It's awful. Yeah, it's I understand. 
But yeah, that anyway. kind of wraps up your gaming time, like a gamer experience so far. I'm looking forward to some of the more things you're going to be uh, playing through. But now we're at the meat and potatoes. What do I'm we got, hungry. Trey? <laughs> I have a list here of games coming out in 2022. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about games that we're excited about personally. Um, how we feel, what we're not excited about as we go through it. Just kind of going back and forth, kind of like what we did about the anime for the season and the past seasons before. But we're going to do that for the games overall for the year. Now, we're getting this list from Game Informer. Yes, the Game Informer. Big shout out to them. Um, I don't think I see a name on it, so it's just from Game Informer. Um, Steven, you want me to go ahead and start us off with uh, January? or All right, I'll go do that. For Steven was a... For those that uh, don't hear through uh, through audio waves, he uh, he was giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> so <laughs> I you you asked me a question right when I took a drink, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so in January, um, really, the only thing I see that really kind of sticks out, and I, I'm happy for everyone, is uh, it's going to be God of War for the PC. That's going to be coming out. I'm excited because I don't have my PlayStation anymore, so God of War could be a get for me. But apart from that, there is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, I am very hesitant on that one. Um, I like everything I've seen for it for the most part, but I don't think we've really seen this whole thing in action. And I think that's really what I want to see before I invest in it, because I'm not happy with Pokemon Pearl at the moment or Mm -hmm. Pokemon Sword and Shield, really. Um, I'm just not, I'm not a happy Pokemon overall, really. Um, so, so basically, uh, one boy is uh, coming to PC, essentially. We're going to get, we're going to get all those memes again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm with you on the Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus, because, you know, if, to me, it's this Nintendo thing that they do, where they sh- they got that sizzle reel, baby. They show it off at those uh, Nintendo Directs, and you think you're getting one thing, and they'll curveball you, and like later on, it's like this is a different thing than what you were technically selling me originally, because that's what everybody yeah. was like expecting out of it, is this open world like Pokemon experience. But then some people who have like uh, apparently some of the insider information is it's a little more like Monster Hunter, where like you go out on missions specifically with an objective in mind. Um, now that's. That's just like some initial impression type stuff I've kind of read over the internet. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. And I want it to be this unique experience. Um, but I think I'm going to I think I'm going to like hold off on it. I want to see some gameplay. I want to know exactly what I'm getting into. Um, I'm still a Pokemon fan because honestly, I I took a like a 10 to 12 year hiatus from Pokemon. So like, for instance, my experience with Pearl is I'm loving it. It reminds me of like the original Pokemon that I actually completed and just a really pretty version of it. Um, And it it does remind me that Pokemon is a series that has fans of different elements. There are parts of Pokemon that I think are completely useless unless you're a min maxer. Like I, you know, like, nursery and like what is it like capturing shinies and uh, iv numbers iv training yeah yeah Yeah, like okay look cool i'm glad you love it that much and like maybe you're a competitive pokemon player 
I'm not. I'm just going to go through the game and try to find the biggest, powerfulest moves and beat everybody until I get to the end and I'm the Pokemon master. Maybe if I catch enough Pokemon along the way, I'll feel pretty good about it. But I'm not. I'm also not a guy that's going to like catch the whole Pokedex. Um, and for me, like, it's a little much. Um, I don't. I don't know if there's an incentive. Like, there's a, like, is there a secret extra dungeon for catching all the Pokemon, or is it just so I can tell other people that I caught all the Pokemon? Um, I've never been into normally, that kind of like. You, you normally get a diploma is what it is you you get a diploma saying you caught all the pokemon no okay. shit well i'm gonna i'm gonna finish <laughs> the game and i'm gonna i'm gonna probably enjoy it just like i did the original i enjoyed what i experienced but like there's some there's some extra stuff that's kind of cool the underground's fun to play with but it's not like this big like there are people that are gonna really get into it dig in and do the secret layer and decorate it and all that that ain't me sorry um so yeah, like I guess I'm just like I understand the appeal of Pokemon, and I still like it because it's new to me. But I still also am cautiously optimistic about Legends because I really need to know what this gameplay is actually like. So I'll check it out. Um, I'm still excited for it. I like Pokemon. I like the character designs. I like the monster designs. I love the the kind of like fluffy feel to it. Yeah. Um, no, it's but still stays me, bubbly. Yeah, for me, the one of the ones that kind of caught my eye in January was Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PC, which uh, is kind of cool. I've I've thought about like Monster Hunter, and I so I love the idea of Monster Hunter more than I actually love Monster Hunter because I had Monster Hunter World, and that shit was awesome. But I realized yeah. I put a lot of hours into that game, and. You know, ultimately, it ate up a lot of time. It actually has some elements of it that can be kind of like mobile game-esque, like where it wants to encourage you to play constantly. Um, you know, certain events and and costumes and stuff like that. I don't know if I have... Like, that. it's that continual game kind of thing. And I, I don't know if I have the time for that. Like, I don't even have time for the one-player games I want to play. Uh, it's hard to imagine you know playing something that requires me to play it for an extended period of time. If It, it, it was a lot of fun with friends. But once those friends stop playing it, I there's not really a huge drive to continue, um, because uh, there's not really much of a story. It's monster hunting. Man, I sound like I'm shitting on this thing now. Wow, a little <laughs> bit. Really, but I, I think it's understood. I, I think I think uh, I understand where you're coming from, because it's or as someone that's very single player focused, I would love to be in the monster hunter. And I really understand the appeal. Like, I get it. I appreciate it from a distance. But you really can't get the max out of it unless you're online with other people. And you have to dedicate the time to be in it, on Mm -hmm. it, getting the new monsters, getting the new equipment, making sure all your loadouts are ready, being being the best you can for the team you're going to be in. And I can't really It's an optimized thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I put, I think I put close to like 250 hours into Monster Hunter World and God. I would, I would be what you would consider like a casual player. There are people, there are people who play Monster Hunter and like run the time clock out to maximum. Like the game timer just hits 9999 like the whole way. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a tough sell for me. I want to, I want to enjoy it. Like I love it. Like ninja, like Japanese village style version area oh, yeah. and but still it plays like monster hunter world that nice 
like really visceral and fluid kind of gameplay because uh, monster Hunter world is beautiful and it plays really great um it's got the cool like rideable dog love everything about it i just can't commit the time now i'm gonna give one more thing on this january before we move into february and that is here's the surprise release like there's i, I see some weird names in here that i'm like okay cool but nothing really gonna like grab me this one is important though uncharted legacy of thieves collection did you oh, catch yeah. that did you catch yeah it's playstation 5 and pc this is the first time the uncharted series will be coming to the pc and it's everything it's like one two three four and lost legacy i think i think that's like the whole yeah. thing the one with the two girls yeah yeah like yeah. i can't tell you i can't tell anybody enough how solid that entire series is don't get me wrong number two is still the best absolutely chef's kiss perfect Three three has some flaws, but still a lot of fun. Uncharted one was a lot of fun. It, it introduced the system. Um, I always call it uh, PlayStation's Gears of War because it's a it's a cover shooter at, at heart. But it's definitely got that cinematic like Indiana Jones quality to it with a little bit of a modern twist. I love mm-hmm. it. And there's like an actual story and like character like arcs across games. Fantastic. I love it. It's such a great experience. And number four wraps it up in such a great bow and. It, it's such a great game. Like four is great. Oh, I can't say enough good things about the uncharted series. Um, I think so, yeah. you gifted oh. me the uncharted series whenever I got my PlayStation. Yes. I think you got yes, me the I trilogy when, when they remastered that. I, I still have to go through and do the fourth one and this lost legacy one. I, I want to say I got through the first two. I don't quite remember if I finished the third one. Two, so. As long as you made it through two, that's what, that's all that matters to me um that's so yeah that's good yeah uh, honestly like a three three has backstory and stuff like that and that's, that's fine um it's got its own like set pieces that are cool and some that are kind of tedious uh but two is where like from beginning to end i'm like this is an amazing game um that kind of wraps up january for me did you have any others on january that were catching your eye no you uh you took mine that was it <laughs> so all uh, right go straight into february um yes first one for me here we are in uh in the big fib is the life is strange remastered collection um i am notorious for hating visual novels but life is strange was just uh just immersive enough to not be uh too visual novel for me and i really enjoyed it it uh this one is supposed to be different and they're making it in the same engine they made this new Life is Strange to true colors. So it's not mm. just a uh, upscale. This is a complete remake in this new engine. So supposed to be real good looking. I'm excited for that. Me and my wife are going to be playing that one. Ah, that's cool. I like the idea that you you turn your like adventure kind of visual novel games into kind of like a like a shared experience. That's a, that's a good way to do it, honestly. Um, oh yeah, I think it, it makes it a little bit more fun. I'm looking forward to Dying Light to Stay Human um, because I like the concept of the idea. I've thought about getting the first game several times, and I've just been lazy. Um, so I might just get the second game, but it's like it's a, like a open world zombie game with like parkour, like you can like run around and do parkour, and it's it, to me it kind of it kind of sounds like a like a fast paced zombie shooter with like apex legends kind of feel to it i've heard you know, uh, the- mirror's edge get compared to how it moves and if that's really? the case that's really attractive because mirror's edge yes, is, it is smooth that's a uh, that's a fast and and 
copacetic game that just everything is seamless with how you, yeah, you I really love it. walls. It's and it, it feels like a parkour game when you play Mirror's Edge. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to giving this a try. Um, I haven't played a zombie game since uh, Left 4 Dead 2, so I feel like I haven't like my palate has been cleansed. I think I can I can step into another zombie game at this point. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. What what's your next one? What you got on here? Uh, my next one is gonna be one i i actually can't play because i don't have my playstation no more um but it'll be horizon forbidden west um i really enjoyed the first one super cool world super uh super exciting lore and aloy was a really intriguing protagonist um i'm gonna be excited to see what comes out of this next game i may have to watch a stream this may be the first game i actually seek out and follow a streamer to see something a to z about but fair I, enough. Uh, I mean, you just have to wait two years for it to be on PC. You know, uh, like the first one. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can do that. But they've uh, hey, everything they've shown I waited, for this one. Oh, good. I said I I waited like a year and some change for uh, was it the Rise of the Tomb Raider to stop being an Xbox exclusive so I could get it on PS4. Wow, and, uh, I think it I, was a timed exclusive. Yeah, back in the day, it was a timed exclusive, right? The second Tomb Raider reboot, uh, which, by the way, if nobody if nobody's mentioned it, you can get the entire Tomb Raider reboot trilogy on Epic Games Launcher for free until the fifth. Um, so Ooh. do that because that series is sexy. Um, I think by the but, time this goes live, that'll be over. Oh yeah, that's true. Retrospective right. or retroactively. Hope you got it. <laughs> Hope you got it. Exactly. <laughs> but but no, like it was a timed exclusive back in the day. So but I also my hobby is like is something that basically requires patience. So that's what I have. Like I, I collect figures. You pre-order figures and they're like it comes out in December of 2023. And you're like, all right, well, pre-order and I guess I'll just wait. Cause that's uh that's me waiting for my Pyra and Mithra figures that i pre-ordered back when sakurai announced them and it doesn't they don't come out until december of this year god i paid for them already this year i paid for them already yeah of 2022 yeah you remember the the two figures you had on the table of pyro mithra i ordered those those were go yeah and it doesn't come out until december Mm. (laughs) i mean in all fairness the the pandemic did a, a fucky wucky on the uh the fucking like figure and like shipping and all that. So it's, it's expected, but this is, but a year, a year of space between pre-order and actual release date is so common uh, in figures that I, I just got used to waiting on things. So when there's time to exclusives or, or that sort of thing, I'm quite patient. Also, I don't finish enough games in a timely manner to get impatient. So there's that too. Anyways, 2022 february you've been talking about horizon forbidden west i'm looking forward to it i enjoyed what i played of the first one i still need to finish the first one easy platinum um easy platinum really Mm -hmm. okay good to know um i am looking forward to the king of fighters 15 yes the king of fighters yeah like another good fighting game like we uh we messed around with the beta a little bit uh some of the guys and it's a it's really fun. They've brought back some some great characters. I think it's got a good blend between like this 
kind of like 3D and 2D aesthetic going on. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. My voice hit a very high point there. Um, Some drop later. It, it's okay. I don't Di- appreciate your candor. Disre- disregard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of characters. It's kind of got that King of Fighter flair to it. I'm very excited for a new entry. Uh, I feel like number 14 dropped off really quickly, but I think much like how Strive really kind of like hit and it hit hard for Guilty Gear being mainstream, I think 15 is going to hit like King of Fighters 15 is going to hit really hard and be a little bit more approachable, but still have enough for hardcore fighters. And I'm very much looking forward to that. And since I've actually tried some of it, I already feel confident in the gameplay. And boy, is that one of the reasons why I love open betas. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it helps generate too yes um that's actually all i have for a february do you have anything else in february before we left it absolutely there's elden ring how could Uh, you forget i did dark souls i'm just not excited for it it's it's bandai namco mixed with like uh from software and what's his face the guy that wrote game of thrones Um, jrr tolkien no, that's Lord of the Rings and that uh, that Stephanie what is, Meyer. What is? No, that's uh, actually Twilight. Christine Fehan. This is. Isn't she the one that writes all like the the werewolf porn? <laughs> yes, it's George R. George R. R. Martin. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. Look, the fact. Okay, I dated a girl that was really into those books, so I had to know more about them than I care to ever admit so it's okay oh, it is damn it i can't i can't believe i pulled that out of my memory banks that's so yeah i was surprised too. i don't read them a... guys it's too, I'm, I'm tweeting <laughs> that right now on, on the uh, on the no, god damn it don't you dare uh but no elden ring like looks really interesting i'm wondering if it will be as hard as like dark souls or something because it kind of looks like it's kind of got that fun sort of like japanesey flair that bandai namco brings to things and because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't seem nearly as like deliberate uh as dark souls now i haven't actually played it uh i think our friend uh shane actually got into the beta and played some of the actual games and i should have asked him i should have i should have been like hey how did it play but i didn't because i'm clearly a fuck up but it does look pretty fun it looks kind of jumpy it's okay I, I go from hot to cold just like that um but it, it does it looks a little more jumpy and fluid it, uh, it doesn't seem as kind of like clunky as like Dark Souls does. So I'm really excited about it. I, it looks creepy as hell. I'm I'm into it. So maybe this will be my first Souls like game that I beat. Yeah, but yeah, I think mine will be good. But it's that uh, it's that anime aesthetic I'm gonna need. Are are you? Fair that's all for February. That's all. I mean, I see some other stuff in here that's like like you know, Destiny Two gets a new expansion. That's kind of cool. Uh, there's this game called Sifu that's like kind of like a kung fu thing that people are pretty excited about. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. That I don't know if I care to enough. Be like it, it's supposed to have a lot of customization and and your character actually ages as they train in dojos or something. But this is like some kind of indie game that's been pushed back like five times as they work on it. And I mean, I, that's if this even gets put out in February. So it's it's whatever. I don't know. It looks I... cool, but there's a lot of indie hype for it. You know how I am oh, about gotcha. hype. If it gets yeah, hyped, I, yeah. I'm instantly. Ah, ugh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I can't. I get, it. I get it. I can't get too excited about something and share it with you because then you'll not like it. Yeah, 
<laughs> Otherwise, um, I like but it no. too much. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I will. Go, I will just go back and play Jade Empire again. That's on like, the Game Pass, and I'm very excited about playing that. No, you play I'm not. It's, That's a Bioware game, isn't it? It is a Bioware game. Uh, back in the day, Bioware. That's that's like, like the that's all those what? choices and dialogue. Yeah, and, yeah. It's Blah. like a kung fu RPG. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, how's March looking? Like <laughs> March is good. So, uh, uh, March is actually looking really good. Oh man! So I'm gonna hit you with a, a, a double whammy for me since you just got two off the bat. So. Mm-hmm. First one for me is Chocobo GP, which is the uh, I knew it, <laughs> which is the kart racer for it. Final Fantasy. Uh, I am very excited for that. I've been ready for a new kart racer since uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has kind of been done for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's still like I think it's still topping sales and stuff. I mean, it's a popular game, but I've it's literally their best selling game. Yeah, it's their I'm best selling sure. game. I think there's. I think it still outsells most other Switch titles. I would believe it, um, but I don't know. I'm just ready for something cute. Now that I know a lot of Final Fantasy, and I'll know even more by then, I'll be able to get everything. So that's that's exciting. It's a little fan servicey. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest one is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which will come out day before my birthday. So I'm really oh. excited for that one. Just to uh. Just to play that, just to play a current game right then and there. Hey, this just came out and I'm playing it right here, right now. So I'll have to wrap up whatever I'm doing, whatever Final Fantasy that'll be. If it's not six, I think I'm supposed to be playing six at that point. You better be playing six at that point. I'll have Persona finished for realsies by that point. So you'll be you'll be required to. We'll see. We have a uh, me and Steven have a deal where I'm not going to play Final Fantasy six until he finishes persona five and that's a uh that's to make sure that we uh, we all finish our our promises look it, it it's it's a motivating it's a motivating thing for my adds you know maybe i can finally put in the like grand total of like an hour it will require to do um if it only takes an here. hour that's gonna really upset me <laughs> no no it's 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 worse than that i i am i'm not as far as i keep making it out to sound okay um, yeah, no, I still have plenty to do in the royal content. I I got like a good chunk in one day and then I I just haven't had a chance to go back. Um Oh, oh. There's a lot in March. <laughs> there is a lot in March and one of the biggest, most important things in March is fucking Rune Factory 5 comes God. out. I knew you were going to say I am Rune Factory 5. Ready. Gross. I am ready. Don't you judge my love of that series. Rune Factory 5 is a, like Harvest Moon mixed with a fun like dungeon crawling RPG like with a little bit of action tint to it. It's got it's got great anime aesthetics. You got to, you get to farm, you get to raise animals, you get to tame monsters and take on quests and my sphincters are turning anime. to dust. I can't. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whatever. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> You hate Sims. It's not my fault. Uh, but yeah, Room Factory right. Five looks solid. It looks beautiful. I'm I'm looking forward to it being on Switch. I I you know because Room Factory Four was on the 3DS and it was ported to the Switch. That's how 
like popular the series is but room factory 5 is truly going to be like a more of a 3d kind of experience kind of like a room factory frontier on the wii just much nicer looking and i'm i'm pumped for it. i'm so pumped for it i have a, you know i need to pre-order it right now that's what i'm gonna do anyway you, what's your next game are you oh okay yeah, uh yeah, my I'm next one is there. babylon's fall i'm kind of weary of it um that's a platinum game and square enix i believe is that combo um some stuff's come out for it kind of just looks okay i'm kind of hope a little mm-hmm. bit more advertising comes out for it to kind of tell you what's really going on there kind of to sell you on it um but as of now i'm really just not completely sold but i do have my eye on it uh they announced this game like three two or three years ago i think at a game awards and mm-hmm. it just barely puts any information out i don't, I don't even think until last year i think and it just looked okay like this is what's been going on since and granted i guess it's been covid you know so you do what you can yeah but yeah it's like it's like metroid prime 4 (laughs) metroid prime 4 is just like every once in a while somebody comes onto a stage and goes we're still working on it they have no excuse no no excuse (laughs) actually they did switch studios but they have no excuse and then they pumped out metroid dread (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but that is uh, that is all I have for March. Um, do you have any others? I still got some more. Absolutely. Okay. There's Triangle Strategy coming out. So if you like, if you like, uh, like those classic like Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, any kind of tactics based um, RPG, Triangle Strategy is being made by the same folks that did uh, Octopath Traveler. So it's got that kind of really nice old school look with kind of a, a, a glow up for modern uh, state. And it, I played the demo. It's actually pretty challenging, which is, is in line with strategy games from back in the day. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to be all about. And last but not least, another fighting game, but an older fighting game being re-released called Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which was made by Arc System Works who make Guilty Gear. And this is, uh, you know, going to feature a lot of the Persona characters and their Personas. And it plays really well. I have it on PS3, but they're bringing it back out for modern platforms and the PC, it looks like. So now we'll all be able to play that together. And it looks like they're actually going to release a rollback netcode, which is what every fighting game that does online gameplay should do. Because it's the only thing that actually works with everybody's stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to all that. I know I, there's also Tiny Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which ha, is like a spinoff of the Borderlands series which I would be more excited for if I didn't have like three games and their DLC to play to catch up on the Borderlands like franchise. So I, it sounds like a cool idea. I haven't seen enough about it. I like the Borderlands universe and it's funny. It's a, it hits a little bit Mimi at times, but um, I still really enjoy it. I love the, uh, the whole like loot shooter kind of thing they definitely did that pretty early on and and really kind of inspired a lot of people to make different games that maybe did it better um but i'm i'm also kind of like i'm not in a rush to pick that up either so it looks cool but not too worried about it all right we're jumping into april (laughs) which this list has like two things on it that's great which Um, 13 sentinels aegis rim that is on my list yeah i would like to play that that's uh that's from Oh no, I can't remember the studio, but they did things like dragons. Vanillaware, Vanillaware, that's Vanillaware. Yeah, 
Dragon's um, Crown, I, you know, and, uh, something else. But they have a really cool style. I, they've done they've done amazing games. They did uh, freaking Muramasa, the Demon Blade. That's uh, right. They also did. Yeah, that game is so good. I 100 percented that. That game is so good. I wow. wish they would re-release Muramasa on a modern system. I would pay them $80 for it. Like, I'd be like, I pay a premium on top of what they usually charge for it. Put it on Switch. Put it on PS4. Put it on PC. I don't care. I'll play it again. It's such a good game. And it's beautiful, and it's a lot of fun. Um, they also made, uh, there is uh, older games that they made, like Grim Grimoire, which was, uh, it was basically kind of like a tower defense thing, but with their special art. I Sorry, I'm getting really excited about it. I need to chill out. But they also made, uh, what is it? Odin Sphere. Anyways. Odin Sphere is the last one I was thinking of. Odin Sphere. Uh yep. May. It's looking pretty small. Nothing. I mean, just not a lot's been confirmed as of now. I yeah. mean, they have Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song, which those are coming out like fucking hotcakes. Uh Sons of the Forest and Forspoken. Real big PS5 game. Um Saints Row. If I can get one, I care. Saints Row yeah. looks good. I'm inter- I'm interested in that. I played the original Saints Row, and it was like very early 2000s, like wannabe GTA, and it, but it had like a tongue in cheek humor to it, and they definitely rode off into the sunset with that. But I played the original. I enjoyed it. I'm curious yeah. to see what they do with the uh, the reboot. Um, uh, September is Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown. I hate that title. I don't um, even know what it is. I don't either. It's just got a picture of a woman in a shoe and a tire. So good luck with that. November is Starfield. Are you interested in Starfield? Is that the uh, Bethesda game? The what? Is it is it the game made by Bethesda? Yeah, it is. It's a it's like a space bound RPG made by oh, yeah. Bethesda. It looks like Elder Scrolls in space, but uh, mm-hmm. no, I don't give a shit. Um, I'm sorry. I just I I'm not saying Bethesda games are bad, but most of my experiences with them are like I have to wait a while before um, I can actually play them. Uh, Do you and mean I'm, Bethesda? I'm really, uh, what, however you say it. I don't know. I'm bad at English. Like the guys that make Skyrim? Yeah, I I want you to know this. I've played a grand total of about three hours of of Skyrim, and that's about it. Okay. Yeah. You you you're saying I, Bes- I don't know what you were saying. Beth, you really Beth, threw me off Beth there. Theta? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, don't call me that ever again. Whatever. Uh, the longest the the game I played the longest by them was Fallout Three. Mm. Oh, the good one. Yeah. Like I I was really enjoying that, and I don't know, like. I'm not saying they have bad games or anything like that. I just, none of it has grabbed me in a way. And I know that's like, everybody's like Skyrim is the best. And maybe if I put some more time into it, I'll, I'll catch the fever. Uh, Cause I have it in like every form possible back there, but I still haven't really dove headfirst in. Like I just, I want to grow farms stuff on room factory more. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to be a farmer. I I don't know why I gravitate to games that literally emulate work. I think I have a problem. Yeah, no, an addiction. Um, so now we're at the list or the part of the list where it's um it's the to be announced, and really for mm. this we can kind of go through these rapid fire. Um, 
Steven, I think I can lead this bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm it's a lot, so I'm going to kind of go through these pretty quick um, mm-hmm. as I scroll through them. So we'll see how this goes. Because um, it's a lot. Uh, my first one is yeah. Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. I didn't get to play them. I'm excited to get a chance to. Um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. There was one that came out on the Xbox. I don't think this is a remake of that one. I think it's a new Avatar game. I'm excited. Guilty Pleasure series of mine. Really love the movie. Bayonetta 3. Really love Bayonetta. Everyone does. You can't tell me you don't. You just don't know you do. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'll do that just just for the uh, the remake title alone. Reprobe just a pretty good title. Digimon Survive if it actually exists because I don't think that's real. Um, let's see. Earth Defense Force Six potentially. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, that's not Final Fantasy Seven remake two. Nice try. You almost got me. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I want to keep my eye on because it's not quite mm-hmm. as horrific as it looks like it's supposed to be. But I do want to keep an eye on it. Um, Gotham Knights, absolutely. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, there's one called I Am Jesus Christ. Uh, really, uh, really want to keep an eye on that. See what that's going to be about. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, Laura Croft games are coming to the Switch. That's cool. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Golly, there's a lot of games here. Uh, neon mm-hmm. white, especially neon white. Um, whoa, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. That has not been confirmed. Just to put that back out there, <laughs> you don't I, want to get your hopes up. Yeah, I check on this like every month. This has not been confirmed, so don't, don't put your hope in that. Um, let's see, let's see, Sea of Stars, most definitely. Um, oh, Slime Rancher 2. I didn't know that was coming. Hell yeah, that's cool. My brother would be really excited about that too. Sonic Frontiers, I am excited about that. Star Ocean, the Divine Force. I didn't realize <laughs> that didn't have a date. Oh, that's so upsetting. Yeah, oh no. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, uh, System Shock Absolutely. Remake, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's uh, Revenge, uh, The Callista Protocol. House of the Dead remake, um, the Legend of the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel. Doubt it's coming. Um, let's see. I'm almost done. I'm at the very bottom. Um, and that's actually it. Yeah, nothing else. Okay. Yeah, there's quite a bit on here. It's really hard for me to ignore some of them. Uh, definitely, Advance Wars is going to be a big one for me. I love those games. And then Bayonetta 3 will be when I finally sit down and play Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3 to follow it up, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, Choo Choo Charles is a game where you try to survive, like, an evil, like, uh, was it uh, the an evil version of uh, the that old train car- uh, cartoon, uh, like, show back in the day? What is it? Oh uh, Thomas gosh. the Tank. I'm looking yeah, at it now. It's, it's a train with spider legs. This is horrific. Yeah, it's terrifying. I love it. Um, Company of Heroes 3, old school RTS. Definitely interested in that. Um, 
Let's see here. Okay, there's a big chunk I don't give a shit about, apparently. Um, there is one on here called Edge of Eternity that came out on PC. Um, I kind of just want to wait until more reviews come out on it, because it just came out of early access, I think. So I yeah. am curious about it, but I kind of want to see more. Ghostwire Tokyo is also on my list. God of War Ragnarok is in there. Gotham Knights is in oh. there. Uh, oh. Let's see here. Gungrave Gore is in there. And then uh, let's see here. Hogwarts Legacy. I will not be able to avoid that because um, it's Harry Potter and my significant other can sense it from a distance. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I guess it's not nearly as much as I thought. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Hell, uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Necrobarista does look pretty good. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. Um, that one's on PC right now. It, it does look really good. It looks like uh, it looks like 3D Valhalla. Pokemon trading card game live. It made me raise an eyebrow, but I bet it's just the uh, Pokemon trading card game version of like Magic Arena and the Yu-Gi-Oh one that's coming out. Puzzle Quest 3. If you if you were if you grew up like 15 years ago, Puzzle Quest was a shit. And the only people that are excited about it are me and like seven other people. Um, River City Girls 2. Fuck yes. I need it in my life. Uh, let's see here. Sea of Stars. Definitely into that. Has a Chrono uh, Trigger vibe to it. So I'm pretty excited about it. I also love that they went from Kickstarter to actually having a publisher. So that's a huge deal. Uh, Slime Rancher 2 is absolutely day one purchase. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Uh, cautiously optimistic. Splatoon 3. Absolutely day one. Star Wars of the Divine Force. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious more than anything else. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That looks interesting. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It brings back uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade vibes. So I'm into it. House of De The House of the Dead remake. I love those light gun games. I wonder if it'll still be an, a light gun game. We'll see. Breath Ooh, of the Wild yeah. sequel. I'll believe it when I see it. Um... Oh, we're hitting the end. Uh, Valheim was fun on PC. It's I played it in early access, so I've already played it, so that's pretty fun. Uh, all right, we're at the end, though. The one game that's not on here that has already been announced uh, via Nippon Ichi is Yomawari 3. And if you haven't played the Yomawari games, you really should. They're fun horror games that are like kind of a 2D, like, avoid the monster sort of thing, and it's got really kind of, like, dark story to it. Great stuff. Play 1 and 2, get ready for 3. And yeah, that oh. kind of ends my uh, my list there. And the Hyperdimension Neptunia Senran Kagura crossover is not on here. Don't know what's up with that. It's been released. It's already out? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's not out on PC. I have it on my wish list. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's uh, Neptunia X Senran Kagura Ninja Wars. Yeah, it was released on PlayStation 4 already lame okay agreed yeah it's on yeah you can order it right now it can be delivered by wednesday well well uh, I, i'm okay. on amazon right now i pre-ordered room factory five like that's a real thing that i did <laughs> you rat bastard i have to have it i have to have it anyways that is the gaming 
uh, kind of excitement level we have. We, we, those are the games we're kind of interested in in 2022. We'll see if I actually ever finish Persona 5. We'll see if I actually play any of these games, if I spend money on them. I'm pretty sure I'll just go back to Genshin. Anyways, um, that really kind of wraps up a, a quite hefty episode. What do you think, Trey? Like, you got any thoughts? You got you got any things to, to share with me before I put you to bed? I think we've got a hell of a year. I think that's a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff that's coming out. Um, I'm curious to see how much gets delayed. Um, I think a lot of these are already delayed at least once, but I would be curious to see how much gets delayed again um, and how much gets announced because we do have E3 in the summer. Um, and I, I don't know, you know, it's always just exciting. Video games are always fun. You get all these random announcements just throughout the year and just things keep growing. Things keep changing. Nintendo can keep announcing things and then launching them the same day for all I care. God, please. Always. <laughs> they, they I'll keep do it 60 all the time. on me at all times for them. <laughs> at all times. Absolutely. But Go ahead and no. hit the outro, buddy. I see it in your face. I see it. Hit the outro. Let me go. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> well, Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, make sure you leave us a review wherever you're listening to us at. Um, if you have anything you want to mention to us, you can hit us up on our Twitter at Sinco Podcast. You could follow us um, at said Twitter on Facebook or Instagram at Senpai Kohai Podcast or Senco Podcast. Um, and with that, Stephen, I will see you again next week. Indeed. We'll see you then. Have a good night, my friend. Goodbye. Yes, sir. You too. Bye.